It's about time someone gets real. Bro, are you sure we're even supposed to be listening to this? Welcome to the Church Misfit Podcast with motivational and thought-provoking content designed to push you further personally, professionally, and spiritually. If this don't move you, you might be dead. Here's your host, Catalyst Collective founder, Joe Elliott. All right, well, welcome back to episode four. We're taking a look at another puzzle piece here in our ongoing Purpose Project episode with the one and only Raina Carlock, and we're talking about spiritual gifts. Test. You already have a question. Nope. I haven't even finished owning with my the name. intro. Oh, you're owning your name. Okay. Pre- present. Raina, Raina's here. <laughs> account, hey, I got the attendance award, okay? So that's that's me. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, sir. Did you really? Oh, that's right. You did get the mm-hmm. attendance award. Note that for those following along. What that might mean for Reina's future. <laughs> this is present. a seven-piece puzzle. Uh, yeah. And it's taken us like three hours to put together a seven-piece puzzle. Yeah. This is a little Well, bit... we're working with Joe, so it's... Oh, my God. <laughs> okay, listen, people. Here's what we're doing. Um, we are using the Myers-Briggs personality test, and this is not which... Gryffindor. Sto- yeah, exactly. This is not which Harry Potter so character <laughs> or Star Wars character you are, Reina. This thing is backed in... Decades of science. We should have you, though, take a Star Wars, mm-hmm. potentially personality test, or Harry Potter, mm-hmm. or what is it? What series are you hooked into? Lord mm-hmm. of the Rings? Uh. <laughs> you, do you know, you know what I'm not movies a big mo- are? I'm, uh, no. I have you know. seen Star Wars? Yes, I have. I'm not okay. a big movie buff, though, so I don't. Okay. But you have. But I was hooked in Lord of the Rings when I was in high school, which was a while ago. The, but, <laughs> You said that is it's not cool to follow Lord of the Rings. It's like the Quite Hobbit movies are all, we're only a few years removed from the last Hobbit movie. I mean, it's well the original cool. Lord of the Rings. Okay, like, she can throw shade all she wants. She met her husband on World of Warcraft. Okay, yeah, that's, I'm yeah. just trying to make a better name for myself. <laughs> okay, all right. Listen, here's what we're gonna do. Um, for those listening, you're, we're gonna follow along with what you hear. Because we're, I want you guys to try to figure out what your personality type might be here as we go through and figure out Raina's. Now, Raina's already taken the Myers-Briggs personality test ahead of time, um, but we're going to verify each of those letters with her to make sure that she is, in fact, this personality type. In case type. I wasn't lying. In case, yeah, <laughs> who knows, you know? Okay. Um, and so from that, we're going to look at strengths and weaknesses and all that kind of good stuff. But... Okay. Uh, but here we go. Um, we're going to start with, uh, there's four what they call dichotomies um, to, to figure out your personality mm-hmm. type. The first one is either extrovert or introvert. So the E stands for extrovert, I stands for introvert, um, and here they are. Okay, I'm going I'm I'm to list them really quickly. So an extrovert, typically, right? This is where you get your, I, I guess, energy from, if you will, from the Red world Bull? the world around you. Yeah, or, or bang. I'm really into bang right now. Um, that's... That's the, you got me hooked on that actually. Yeah, yeah, my bad. Um, so here we go. Uh, following statement statements generally generally apply to somebody who's an extrovert. I see myself as outgoing or as a people person. I feel comfortable in groups and like working in a te- uh, working within them. I have a wide range of friends and know lots of people. Sometimes I jump too quickly into an activity and don't allow enough time to think it over. Uh, before I start a project, I sometimes forget to stop and get clear on what I want to do and why. So, you know, when you're extroverts, you're 
people at the party who are jumping in the middle, want to get to know folks. If they're in a study group, they typically like being in the study group. They like to bounce ideas off of people, right? So the energy that they generally receive is from throughout the, the outside world is, mm-hmm. you know, through people. Now, that doesn't mean that an extrovert at times can't be an introvert, mm-hmm. right? What this Myers-Briggs test is, is looking at is your natural first response to things. So you're looking to generalize yourself. If you look at it as a, as a scale, on, the, on, on one side you have extreme introvert, and on the other side of the scale you have extreme extrovert. Mm-hmm. The reality is when we look at all these dichotomies, all of us kind of float between the two. However, we have a natural inclination to one side or the other. For me, I'm an extreme introvert. Can I be an extrovert? Yeah, I can be an extrovert while I'm on a podcast. <laughs> but as soon, on as, a we, we, as soon as we hit the stop button, <laughs> I'm boom, I'm back to the other side of the scale, right? So, uh, so we're gonna see. So we're gonna see here. Now, see extra. Now, before you answer, I gotta read the introvert side. Okay. 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 Introvert, getting energy from ideas, pictures, memories, reactions to things inside your head. Uh, introvert draws energy from their inner world as a, as opposed to their outer world. So these statements generally apply. I see myself as reflective or reserved. I feel comfortable being alone and like things I can do on my own. I prefer to know just a few people well. I sometimes spend too much time reflecting and I don't move into action quickly enough. And I sometimes forget to check with the outside world to see if my ideas really do fit the experience. Based on this description of introvert, extrovert, where would you say you more often lean? I'm such a both person, both, but... uh, more extroverted because I gain my energy from being around people and teamwork and collaborating and brainstorming together. Um, but as I've been a mom for five years, I definitely have turned more introvert. <laughs> Get away from me. Give me alone time. Pretty sure like for the first time ever, yeah. I asked my husband, like, I'm, I'm okay with all of you just giving me my own time yeah. as an extrovert. That's hard to say, but not anymore. Like I yeah. uh, I've actually found myself being a lot more just like, want to do something by myself with nobody touching me yeah no one spitting on me yeah great yeah when drooling me too yeah yeah i know it's hard poor zach zach where do you lie it's what? like a uh, e or i all of these i lie closer to the middle because mm-hmm. when you read extrovert i was like oh man like two or three out of five mm-hmm. right but then you read introvert and i was like well that's me okay. I, at the end of a long day i find rest just being by myself Mm-hmm. Like the long car ride home, that's what mm-hmm. I like. Yeah. And when I get home, I just want to be in my mind. I don't want to talk to anyone. So. Yeah. Yeah, and I think a lot of extroverts would, would probably relate to that too. Um, but to me, as the introvert, the long car ride by myself is where I want to start. That sounds more oh. appealing to me than being in a room, a group of people, all that kind of stuff. Totally. So, so here, here's the thing. And, and actually, Randy, you bring up a really good point. You know, you're, you're describing how being a mom... Mm-hmm has made you appreciate or maybe lean more toward the introvert side. Mm-hmm. But all things being equal, right? Mm-hmm. Prior, if kid's out of the picture, you the recognize extrovert. you learn lean more to the extrovert side. Mm-hmm. So as we go through each of these, that's our environment, the place we find ourselves in currently, whether that's work, school, whatever it is, can push us one way or the other. Mm-hmm. But it's that that's not what this, this test is asking. This test is asking... Where do you naturally prefer to be? Mm-hmm. And what I hear you saying is you naturally prefer 
to be a little bit more extroverted. Mm -hmm. Okay, great. Mm. Yes. All right. So um, that's the E. We're moving on. Here we go. Uh, the S or the N. The S stands for sensing. The N stands for intuition. Wait, now, yes. In intuition starts with an I. Yeah, I know. I, I don't. I didn't make the you test. You were just off, waiting to ask that, weren't you? Know, you? <laughs> we already had the I, so we can't do the I okay. again. So we have to use the N. To, I'm an right. IIT. Doesn't matter. Uh. But yeah, again, same thing. All of us are capable of of having the sensing function and the intuition intuition function. When I read these questions and statements, you're trying to match up what you feel a little bit more describes where you naturally end up landing. All right, here it is. The yes, sensing. Paying attention to physical reality, what you see, hear, touch, taste, and smell. So you're typically concerned with what is actual, present, current, real. Um, facts, uh, you, you notice facts and remember details that are important to you. You remember events as snapshots of what actually happened. Uh, you solve problems by working through facts until you understand them. You're probably more pragmatic and look at the bottom line. Uh, again, start with facts and then and then form the big picture, big picture, big picture after you've looked at the facts. Uh, you trust experience first and trust words and symbols less. And you sometimes pay so much attention to the facts, either present or past, that you miss new possibilities. So that's the S. That's the sensing function in this. Now, the other side of the mm -hmm. scale, intuition, the end function. Paying uh, the, the, the person with this intuition function uh, pays most attention to impressions or the meaning of patterns of the information they get. They'd rather learn by thinking a problem through than by hands-on experience, right? So they're interested in new things and what might be possible, okay? So they, they think more about the future than they do the past. These statements generally apply to people with this intuition function. I remember events by what I read kind of between the lines about their meaning. I solve problems by leaping between different ideas and possibilities. I'm interested in doing things that are new and different. I like to see the big picture, then to find out the facts. I trust impressions, symbols, metaphors more than, I actually ex uh, more, more than what I actually experienced. And sometimes I think so much about the possibilities that I never look at how to make them a reality. So, based on those two, are we leaning more S or N? I was full in agreement with the S, and then you read the N, and I'm more full agreement, if it's, if you can be more full. Absolutely. I'm more full in agreement with Absolutely. the N. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Because it's not that Ns don't take into account the facts and their experience and what they touch, feel it, but that's not where they start. Mm -hmm. Usually an N likes to start with the kind of intangibles, the, the, the dreaming, the thinking big picture, the possibilities, mm -hmm. and then they'll mm -hmm. work their way back to the S kind of stuff. Whereas the S typically likes to start with the concrete. Mm -hmm. give, me the, give me the form here, what, the, the facts, the evidence, and I'll, I'll work my way toward the N side. Mm -hmm. so, so S or N, Zach? N. N. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, definitely. No doubt on that. We're not, we're not floating in <laughs> yeah. the middle there. Okay. No. No. Okay. No. All right. Can't so. stop me from dreaming. Tangible. Like, there's very little in my life that's black and white. <laughs> okay. Like, that would fall under N, right? Like, yeah. Kind Reading of, between yeah, well, the lines. Right. And, and then if I leave yeah. a situation, then I'm thinking about, like, how I interacted with that person, not who that person was. Right. or mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, it's impression type okay. stuff. Good. Futurist. Idealist. Good. Yeah. All right. So, so far... You, we got uh, in Reina an E N, mm -hmm. and then in Zach, I, I. an I N, <laughs> not an I I. Mm. 
Yeah, and for Cuban score, I am an IN as well, so I I can relate to Zach. I am, Although I think you're a little bit more extroverted than I am. So It's the job. All right, so here we go. Next one. Third one. We're almost done. Halfway through. Here we go. Okay, if you're listening along, hopefully you have your two letters, and we're going to add a third one here. This third uh, dichotomy is, is uh, either a T for thinking and F for feeling. And I, these are probably the worst descriptors of all because it doesn't mean that I'm either a thinker or a feeler. It means... Uh, but you're you know, not a feeler. If I'm not, ironically, <laughs> I'm not a feeler. Right? Yeah. I don't, no, don't Joe, really care. Joe expresses yeah. such beautiful emotion all the time. I'm just always so yeah. moved. Thank you, Raina. By the that. flowers that emanate out of him. Yeah, absolutely. I, no, so, I'm hardcore so beautiful. tea. And yeah, this, uh, this one is one where you fall on that pole. There's an F in me somewhere, um, but whatever. It's, it's usually an F word. Yeah. Or, uh, typically, no, t- typically, it's uh, anyway. Here we go. Uh, so thinking that thinking function. Here we go. Uh, when I make a decision, I like to find the basic truth or principle to be applied, regardless of the specific situation involved. So you like to analyze the pros and cons and be consistent about logically kind of deciding things. So you enjoy technical and scientific fields where logic is important. You notice inconsistencies. You look for logical explanations or solutions to most everything. You make uh, decisions with your head and want to be fair. You believe telling the truth is more important than being tactful. Sometimes you uh, miss or don't value the people part of the situation. Mm. And uh, sometimes you can be seen as too task-oriented, uncaring, or indifferent. My favorite part's about being a T. <laughs> right there, baby. Yeah. Uh, indifferent. <laughs> if you look in his planner, then you see Joe scheduling out yeah. romantic dates and opportunities. Mm-hmm. That's true. Words of encouragement. That's true. But that also has to do with the J part, which we haven't gotten to okay. yet. But yeah, the, the thinking side. That's the, that's the T. All right, do you lean there first more naturally? Um, or is it the F side? Here we go. Um, I believe this is a, the feeling function. So if you're the F, you believe that you can make the best decisions by weighing what people care about and the points of view of persons involved in a situation. So you're concerned with values and what is best for the people involved. Um, so these statements generally apply to you. You have a people or communications orientation. You are concerned with harmony and nervous when it goes missing. You look for what is important to others and express concern for others. You make decisions with your heart and want to be compassionate. You believe being tactful is more important than telling the cold truth. Sometimes uh, you might miss seeing or communicating the hard truth in situations. And sometimes... um, you're uh, experienced by others as being too idealistic, mushy, or indirect, whatever. But you can see there's a stark difference here between a, a T and an F, right? We're, based on those descriptions, where do you guys feel like you lie? Definitely right? T. <laughs> Definitely T. We have a definite T here. I don't know. Zach. I still feel like both of these people live inside of me. Yeah, they do. Right? <laughs> like they do. But how do you say you aren't compassionate? Like, how do you say I'm not an F? Hey, I'm a T. If you don't you, like it, you have to agree with it. Yeah, but, but like, I mean, maybe <laughs> even in like wrestling with that, I'm like, man, sure. I'm, I'm worried. Because I, I, I can't want to care about people. It's not your natural tendency. You might have conditioned yourself to be compassionate. Yeah. But my natural content, my, uh, whatever, is not to be compassionate. Like, not that I'm not, tr- like, trying not to be compassionate, but that I'm not looking at, you know, how you're hurting and where you're coming from and mm-hmm. in the emotional baggage and struggle you're going through. And I'm going to tell you the truth about what it is and how to get past it. 
Like, I, you know, yeah, you're having a struggle. And I think about that. Oh, they're in a struggle. But I don't like, I'm so sorry you're having a problem. And this yeah. has been a big problem in my marriage. <laughs> I'm like, Stephen, uh, the Bible says. Uh, <laughs> okay. And Boom. he's like, no. Oh, so Stephen's an F? <laughs> yes. Okay. Yeah, I, I don't I give a whole lot of weight to, to feelings. I know a lot of people feel uh, a lot of things. And that can't be a decision maker for me. Yeah. And that's no. where I think it ultimately falls. Like, it's got to go back to a T. I think even maybe some of my compassion fits into like some weird T logic formula. I where have I, compassion for people, but it's internally. Because and I don't express it to them. Because but I have it inside. best in the overall picture. Right. And it, okay, so we got three T's sitting at the table <laughs> here between the three of us. But here's the here's deal. If someone brings you a problem, a T, a T probably more than likely, especially if you're on the far end like I am, you're you're thinking about the solution in your head, but you're also telling yourself, "Oh, you've got to show that empathy thing. Mm-hmm. Do the empathy thing." Whereas the F more naturally can respond. Their knee-jerk reaction is to respond with a little bit more empathy, you know, before they start thinking about the solution, mm-hmm. right? Whereas that T is jumping right to the solution in the head, kind of that's the knee-jerk reaction a lot of times. Now, um, anyway, I mean it's. If it varies, but uh, we get an idea here. T or F, T or F. Okay, so, all right. So we got a E, N, F. Nope, E and T. E and T, sorry. E and T, I'm thinking, okay. E and T and I and T. And I'm an I and T, so okay. Wow, we got some. Int. That's the Lord of the Rings. Ants and ints. Okay. Ants and ints. All right, judging and perceiving. So, a J. If you're a judging function, J. Perceiving function, P. So, um, this is kind of, uh, in a little bit, I, I guess these, these functions describe how you get things done in a way. Uh, so here, here it goes. If you're a J, uh, you use your decision-making preference, um, you know, in your outer life. This is how you do it. So you seem to prefer a planned or orderly way of life. You like to have things settled and organized, more comfortable when decisions are made, and like to bring life under control as much as possible. So these following statements generally apply to J's. They like to have things decided. They appear to be task-oriented. They like to make lists of things to do. They like to get uh, their work done before playing. They plan work to avoid rushing just before a deadline. And they sometimes they can focus so much on the goal that they miss new information coming in. Okay, that's the J. And that stands for jerk? No, that uh, that that's, stands for... Judging, I, judging. I couldn't think of a <laughs> positive word that started with a J. Oh, you joker. Uh, I don't know. P. All right, anyway, here's the P. Um, I really okay. want to be a J, by the way. No. Um, There's a part jealous. of me that longs for J it. For you, you do, but you can't because your your penis always shines, shines through. Are we allowed to say that? P. P dash N E S S. I'm not sure if he meant to say that. Yeah, no, wait. It's been a long running behind the scenes joke, and it's never come into the light. It is now. And here it is. And so so I'm a I'm a J. Zach's a P. I haven't described the P yet. But um but you know, when we're at odds, it's it's normally because our J and P functions are at battle with one another. And um, you know, I tell him, you're penis is really showing right now so anyway here we mm. go uh very deep thinking yeah exactly uh so here you go right here's, as a here's p a p. also 
I, we don't know yet. We haven't even read the P yet. Here we go. I use my perceiving, the P perceiving function in my outer life. Here's how I typically do it. I prefer a flexible and spontaneous way of life. I like to understand and adapt to the world rather than um, organize it. Uh, others see me as staying open to new experiences and information. So these statements generally apply, uh, apply to me. I like to stay open to respond to whatever happens. I appear to be loose and casual. I like to keep plans to a minimum. I like to approach work as play or mix work and play. I work in bursts of energy. I'm stimulated by an approaching deadline. And sometimes I stay open to new information so long that I miss making decisions when they are needed. Uh, so a J kind of plots a course from point A to point B, draws a straight line. A P looks at that same course from point A to point B and kind of draws their own like squiggly line. They're going to get there in their own way, but they're still going to get there. So based on that description, J or P? Definitely a P. <laughs> hardcore P. Yeah. And we already know what Zach is. I'm in a hardcore J, which is the right answer. <laughs> and I, so, I felt that. I felt yeah. that as you were describing P. Right. I felt the lesser. Good. Good. Yeah. Yeah. All right, guys. So we, felt the judgment, the J. Yeah. And you should have. <laughs> um, so, so now that we've gone through that, that leaves Reina. We put all those letters together as an ENTP, mm-hmm. which in the Myers Briggs uh, personality type is the debater. So, those of you listening along, watching along, you put these four letters together. Go look them up and figure out what you are. Let's look at Reina's real quick. Where do we look it up? Sixteen uh, personalities dot com. Okay, you can go anywhere. Myers Briggs. Just type in the four letters, yeah. and you'll have mm-hmm. a million resources pop up. So the debater, Reina, someone who is smart and curious, uh, curious thinkers who cannot resist an intellectual challenge. So these are your typical strengths. Let's see if these apply to you. Knowledgeable, right? ENTPs really pass up a good opportunity to learn something new. They're quick thinkers, have tremendous flexible minds, and are able to shift from idea to idea. Original, have little attachment to tradition. ENTP personalities are able to discard uh, existing systems and methods and pull together, uh, you know, kind of disjointed ideas to make something out of them. They're excellent brainstormers. They're also charismatic. People with this personality type have a way with words and wit that uh, others find intriguing. They're also energetic. These qualities combine to create individuals who are able to inspire and invigorate others. So... Jobs that usually align with this personality type, entrepreneurs, lawyers, psychologists, photographers, consultants, sales reps, actors, engineers, scientists, inventors. You got people like Socrates in your world. So people great. like Ben Franklin, Leonardo da Vinci, and Chris, Chris Rock. Rock. Chris Rock. What a, what a mix. And Weird Al, Weird Al of all people. Although most people listening wouldn't know who Weird Al is. Seriously? I, Seriously. Yeah, I don't think so. They're missing out. Yeah, Weird, Weird Al. Al. And Chris Rock. I love Rocky Road. Okay. Sorry. Anyway, when I read that, did that sound like you? You're like, you're like, are you yes. jamming? You're like, man, that sounds like me. Yes. Hmm. I'm digging it. It's that charismatic, energetic side of me. Well, it, it reminds me of a conversation we had yeah. yesterday about hobbler horses. Guess who and brought that just up? Just random knowledge. Like, just that hunger for, for thinking for more. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, which is funny because, like, you would never guess that from me. My mom uh, has this loving phrase she likes to say to my family that Raina is very smart. She just hides it. And <laughs> oh, it's ouch. probably very true. <laughs> Good burn, Mama. But, but thanks, Mom. <laughs> yeah. You hide it so well. Yeah. We all thought Deep you were dumb, inside. but lo and behold, you have Never smarts. know by looking at you. <laughs> all right, Mom. Yeah. Oh, you know. man. Okay, so here's what we're going to do with that. 
Um, nothing at this at this point in time. We're gonna we're gonna take that. We're gonna pause. It's got this piece. We got all this great information about you, and we're gonna we're gonna carry this on to the next episode where we look at the, your natural talents, five words to describe you, and we're gonna look for similarities, you themes you between your personality type and these. You talents. didn't want to point out my weaknesses. Um, your favorite thing? Yeah. Well, mm. you know what I was going to say? Your that. weaknesses are my favorite things. So. Oh, really? Are they? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes, read the weaknesses of the INTJ and you'll realize, God, so why would good. I want to be friends with this They're person? so great. Yes. Um, anyway. Uh, yeah. Well, just so people know, Raina's weaknesses are being argumentative, insensitive, <laughs> intolerant, finding it difficult to focus, and dislike practical matters. <laughs> Get so your true. Head out of the clouds <laughs> and do something, Raina. Thanks. Yeah. Okay. Um, did we cover everything? That's I think so. a lot. That was a lot of information. But hey, it's good. I, I feel know. fulfilled. Yeah. I, I don't. I don't know. Wait, another puzzle piece mm. in the bag. Now we're going to take a look at it next time, in context with these talents, with these words, and with the spiritual gifts, life experiences, all the things that we've already uncovered about you, and move on from there. Now we know we have three T's working on a seven-piece puzzle, and it's still not done. We three T's. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. True. yeah. True. Good stuff. All right. We overlap a lot. Mm-hmm. We do? In T's. We're all in T's, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Nope. J. Wait. Yeah. N-T. Yeah. N-T. N-T, N-T, N-T. Yep. Okay. I don't know what that means. Okay. I'm trying to wrap up this episode. Is there anything else that you want to say, Zach, before I... Close this out. I really like Hugh Jackman. You asked if there was anything else. Zach. Is there anything else, Zach, you would like to say? Raina, I'm just thinking about it. Okay. We don't have time for your P brainstorming to kick in. All right. Next time. Catch you on. For more free content from Joe and his team of church misfits, visit www.catalystcollective.community.